Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to DDP News Today. It's a beautiful spring day, April 7, 2023. I am your host, Kat Dupre, and today I am joined by a very good friend, co-host of Two Men in the Mouse, Kevin Kessler. Kevin, how are you doing? Hey, Kat. How are you? Thank you for having me back on. No problem. I'm so excited to go over some recent Disney news with you. Some very exciting things dropped over the past couple of weeks, so how about we get started? Let's do it. Let's jump right in. I love news. So, right. Awesome. So, as we know, all good things must come to an end. And Walt Disney World's 50th celebration officially ended last Friday, March 31st. Mm. It was a fun 18-month-long celebration. <laughs> With the ending of the 50th, some things are going away, like Harmonious, which is very sad. Yeah, that's real sad. For me. Well, so Disney... Did you like... You liked Harmonious? Oh, my gosh. Did, have you not heard me, like, go on rants about no. Harmonious? How much I love it. Love the music. Love the message. We probably watched the Harmonious Live that was on... Um, that's on Disney Plus at least once a month. Not always my uh, choice. Sometimes it is Sophia's choice, but... So, you want... Can I... Can I, um, you know, uh, admit something to you here? Sure. I've never seen Harmonious. <laughs> What? I know, and I've lived here, and I've been here for all 18 months, and I never saw it. So, like, have you ever listened to the soundtrack? No. Oh, my gosh. So we stayed at the Riviera the last time, and we had we had Standard View, which was a.k.a. Epcot View. And right. so our first night, we came back from Disney Springs, and I stood on the balcony, and I sang along with Harmonious. Like, oh, my goodness. It's so... You, you can find the music on Amazon Music. Just look up the Harmonious soundtrack and just listen to it. Or watch it on Disney+. Plus. Okay. It, I mean... I, I was planning on watching it on, on Disney+. Plus. So it, it's... You know, we are very rarely still in the parks at nighttime. Yeah. So, like, I only saw Enchantment, I think, once or twice. Uh, so, you know, because at Magic Kingdom, after the fireworks, it is a pain to get back to the parking lot. So yeah. it's typically something that we avoid. And Epcot lately has just kind of become a frat house after the sun goes down. Mm. And the last time we were there after the after it was dark, we were like, we're not doing this again. <laughs> so I can understand that, I guess. I don't know. It was my favorite show. And when they announced that it was... I mean, Dave and I probably talked about it for 20 minutes on the very first DVP show that I, like, guested on. Mm-hmm. I could go on, like, they have Hunchback of Notre Dame songs, they have Hercules, oh, they have, yeah, like, I think you would actually enjoy it. So just listen to I the soundtrack. Would. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, man, I should have seen this live. Um, mm-hmm. But Disney has wasted no time, and they have already started deconstructing the barges that are in Showcase Lagoon. Like, I don't blame them for that. If there's one thing that everyone universally hates 
about Harmonious. It is those barges. Yeah. They just didn't utilize them the way they said they were going to. They said they were going to have the fountains during the day. I never saw, like, the screens were on, but I Not never saw time. the I never saw the fountains on. Which Not one time. The only thing I can think of why they didn't do it, it looks really cool at night. I could see it not looking cool during the day. Yeah, I mean, I could see that too. It's It was a lot of, uh, so like without them working as fountains, they're just big barges, ugly barges sitting in the middle of the water, obstructing sight lines. So like when they first announced it, I was like, oh, calm down, people. It's going to be fountains and they're going to jump and it's yeah. going to like the way the fountains were in the middle of future world. Like this yes. is going to be great. And then it didn't do that. And I was like, oh, okay, no, this is this is just gross. Like, Pete, my co-host Pete always says that it looks like Thanos is invading. Uh, with, or And I, I usually say it looks like a Stargate. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm just really, I'm really going to miss this show. We'll talk about what's coming next. So I will have my hopes set high for that. Um, right. But, ooh, sorry, just lost my train of thought. So along with Harmonious, um, Disney World is returning to other pre-50th anniversary happening. So first, Epcot Forever is back to being the nighttime spectacular in Epcot. The, right. fi- the 50th medallion has already been removed from the castle. By the way, I saw this TikTok of this guy who was like like part of the crew that took it down. This medallion was huge. Like I knew it had to be big, but it was ginormous. I feel like it was as tall and as wide as my house is. Mm-hmm. Like. I will, if I can find the TikTok, I will post it on the Facebook group so that you guys can see. I was just shocked at how big it was. I will take your word for it because I don't TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I digress. But the most exciting thing returning uh, from before the 50th anniversary is, of course, Happily Ever After. Have you, so you said that you guys are local and you don't really do night times. Have you seen Happily Ever After again yet? A million times, a million times. Well, I just meant like, have you seen it this week? Oh, no, we haven't been this week really uh, at all. I think about it. When's your plan to see it next? Well, so we're kind of like, uh, we haven't been going because we're leaving on vacation on Friday. So, Mm. you know, we've been trying to get everything in order, but probably not till we get back. So probably in another week or so. Okay. Well, I mean, at least you have it in the plan. I do not have it in the plan yet. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, so all this a little easier, it's a little easier for me. Yes. Yes. Uh, Sophia did want to watch it on Monday. We were, uh, my husband, I got home from work. He was like, guess what comes back today? And Sophia was like, what? And he said, happily ever after. And she's like, I want to watch it. So we found a YouTube video for her to watch it. It was not the new one. Cause obviously it came back Monday and it was seven o'clock. So she did not. Wait, watch. did they change it? So. They just added the 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 main street projections. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they took the one thing that everyone liked about Enchantment yes. and rolled it into okay. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. I've heard that the the main street projections are really good on for Happily Ever After. For me it was distracting during Enchantment because I was like trying to look at the castle and the and the mm-hmm. um, the buildings at the same time. So that was a little distracting for me. But it will be nice that, like, you don't have to be in the hub to have a good view of the fireworks. Correct. Which yeah. is good. So, although some things have gone away, we have learned that the um, the 50th statues will still be sticking around for a while. And I absolutely love this because... Oh, they're great. Yes, they are so fun. It's a great for your Magic Band, for those who have the Magic Band Plus 
Sophia loved looking for the statues and she she didn't have her own magic band plus we just couldn't really justify the cost for her but I had a magic band plus and so we just put it on her while Mm -hmm. we looked for the statues and she loved making them talk and searching for them so this is something really exciting that's sticking around I'm glad for that and I was wondering if they were going to do that because you know it, it is one of like at the moment the only things that the magic band plus can do yeah like, I, I think that this is technology that we haven't really, like, scratched the surface of yet. So it's going to be interesting to see what else they do. But in the meantime, it's good to know that it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, and also it's good because one of the other things it does is lights up during the fireworks shows. But like we said, not everybody will stick around right. for the fireworks show. So it's good to have it something during the day and during night. We'll see what else that they come up with to do. Mm-hmm. So... You know, we talked about the end of the 50th anniversary. I'm really excited for the future of Walt Disney World um, this coming year. So we already had the opening of Tron. The official opening was earlier this week. Um, Mm -hmm. And Woody's Rodeo Roundup Barbecue Restaurant has also opened. Are you going to eat there? We've been trying to get reservations for it. It's been really, like, impossible. Yeah, I believe We did ride Tron, though. You did ride Tron. I remember you on, on Two Men in the Mouse, you talked about riding Tron. Yes, it was an intense experience. And the photo that was taken of it that is now on my phone will never be shown to anyone because it is just <laughs> utter terror on my face. Oh, my so, goodness. There yeah. have been some good um, photos. I know Jenna Ramey um, from the DDP family posted her and her kids' photos. And I think there was one of her son, and he kind of looks a little terrified. But then another one where he <laughs> looks just like just a little bit goofy. Um, sorry, just totally. So you're trying to get, so you're trying to get to Woody's Rodeo Barbecue. Um, yes. Have you seen it's any, a, have you seen I've any, seen some video of it. Yeah. I've seen like everybody freezing when Andy comes and stuff like that. Like I've seen all that stuff, but I have not, um, I tend not to look too hard into these things until I do them. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I I think it's really fun that the wait staff makes you freeze when you hear Andy's coming too. Mm-hmm. I just think it really puts it's one of those things that Disney does best like creates the story puts you in the story and they put you so you know when you go into Toy Story Land you become a toy and so Mm -hmm. it's it's awesome to kind of feel like you really are a toy that's one of my favorite things about yeah yeah it's it's definitely a really cool uh effect that they can do and you know Toy Story Land is so well themed and so creative and fun you know, smaller than you'd think it would be, but you some. But you know what? I think honestly, first time I walked into Toy Story Land, I'm like, wow, it's kind of small. But now I'm like, this is perfect size for this. Like mm-hmm. this, what would this have been if it was any bigger? Yeah, it, it's it's just perfect. Yes, three rides, which is good. A quick service and a sit down and a um, table service. So I think that's like a perfect, perfect for land, for for a themed land, I should say. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um. So. We are also anxiously awaiting the Journey of Water inspired by Moana and Epcot, which looks really, really cool. Um, I also like that they have, they just announced that Moana is turning into a live action movie. So I think this, not that I thought Moana was going to go anywhere, but I I feel like it will spark a little more like, oh, let's go see the Moana. So you're excited about the Moana live action movie. Well, so yes, I am. I 
I am not one who who shoots down the live action remakes. I do. I'm just surprised that they're already doing a live action remake. Like, you know, yeah, the movie's not even the movie's not even ten years old. I think yeah. it's because they want The Rock to be Maui, and yeah. they don't want to wait till he's old. Yeah, I I I can see that because so The Rock is Maui though is I was talking to a friend about this because like. A friend who's another professional wrestler. And so, you know, like we grew up idolizing The Rock. I yeah. was just like, you know, hearing The Rock sing the song was super fun and like gave me this huge smile. Seeing him sing and dance around with this song, I feel like is going to be a little cringy. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I know he took voice lessons because he was really, because he was really into wanting to be this character. So yeah. we'll look, I'm 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 I th- I'm going to give it a tr- I'm going to give it a chance. I have liked I've seen most of the Disney live action remakes. I have liked one of them, I think. Which one? Jungle Book. Okay. See, I I was really skeptical of Cinderella. I think was that the first live action remake? Well, technically Maleficent was. Oh, I didn't see that until like It's years terrible. Later. It's like the worst movie ever made. So, saw Cinderella <laughs> blew me away like i was mm-hmm. expecting to like it and then i was blown away by it i was skeptical i didn't about... i didn't hate cinderella but i was just kind of nothing did i was just kind of like okay that, that's the thing that happened i just really like that they gave the, the prince a backstory i don't even remember that <laughs> y- yep <laughs> it, it was that long ago i only saw it once it was 2015 so it was a long time ago and then jungle book i went in very skeptical <sighs> and then i was blown away by it jungle book was great and then, I, I was like wow yeah and then I think the next one was Beauty and the Beast. And I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I didn't I like Emma Watson. I loved it. I loved I like, it. I like the one song. I like Evermore. Yes. Uh, but I only like the Josh Groban version. No. <laughs> the Josh Groban version is so good. No, I hate it. So when they did the Beauty and the Beast live act or the Beauty and the Beast live on stage or whatever it was, and Josh mm-hmm. Groban was the Beast, I was like, I know that they're going to have him sing. I hate his version of Evermore. I just... It's the same thing. It's just a better voice. No, I love Dance D. It's not beast enough. It is not beasty enough. Okay, I'll give you that. So... I was just I was just thinking of it as a pretty song, but if you want it to be beastly, I, I get it. No, I... Yeah, I love Evermore. I love the music of it. Okay, we're digressing. Oh my gosh. But we yep. can talk We can talk Broadway. I have talked to my mom about Josh Groban before and how I have feelings about him being on Broadway. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, live Disney live action movies. I, I think I will like Moana. I'll be interested to see if they choose somebody different for Moana. There's my husband. I think she, so she's a little old for the role now, I yeah. think. And she's also like, like, like she's very skinny. Yeah. And I feel like Moana kind of has to be like a little like thicker. She, athletic. Yeah. Athletic, yeah. like muscular. Yes. So, I mean, they maybe they could get her in the gym with The Rock. I don't know. Yeah. But like, <laughs> did wonders for Hugh Jackman. <laughs> How'd you get so big for Wolverine? I called me friend The Rock. He told me to eat 6,000 calories a day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I agree. I think she's too old. My husband said that he heard that she, that she will be it. I was like, no, I saw, I just read that she's going to be the executive producer. So. And I had heard that she was going for Nani in the live action Lilo and Stitch. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. And again, I think she'd have to like beef up a bit for it. Yeah. Get those surfer legs. You but know, she like, is, but she is from Hawaii. So she is, it, she is. 
So I, I got to see her do the candlelight processional. That is awesome. She yeah yeah. She also hosted Harmonious Life. So I mean, well, oh cool. She narrated I mean, look, Harmonious. I, th- Life. I think she's a treasure. I love her voice. If they if they are able to let her be Moana in the live action with both her and The Rock doing it, I think they kind of need to jump on it because. We've never had that before. Like the yeah. closest we ever gotten was getting James Earl Jones back to be Mufasa in the live action <laughs> finger quote oh, Lion was, King. Yes, okay, that was the <laughs> one that I did not like. <laughs> I didn't like Aladdin either. I thought Aladdin was good. Everybody. To be fair, I didn't finish it. Okay. My my dad. I was I was visiting my parents, and my dad was like, "Hey, let's watch this Aladdin." And I was like, "All right, fine." And then like he's like casually strolling down the down the street while singing One Jump, and I'm like, "Nope." And I turned it off. Oh my gosh! No, and I, I saw I saw Will Smith do the um, do friend like me, and I was like, no, nah. See, I know everybody was like mad about Will Smith because he wasn't Robin Williams. The thing is, is like he can't be Robin Williams. No one can be Robin right. Williams, and so I think for what he did for the genie was great. But- I would have loved to have seen them give it to the guy that played him on Broadway. Oh, James Monroe Eagleheart. Yes, and he's he he was just performing at Epcot during Festival of the Arts. I know, I missed uh, him. I was. Mad. I know, I did too. I did too. But uh, yeah, I think he would have been great, or even Titus um, Burgess. 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 Yeah. yeah, Titus Burgess would have been. You know, and I'm like, okay, so if Titus Burgess wasn't going to be the genie, you're at least going to make him Sebastian, right? And they didn't. I know. I was kind of upset about that too, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I, like I said, I have most of the time I have gone into every single live action remake a little skeptical. Cinderella mm-hmm. was the only one I wasn't skeptical for and have been blown away. So Mul- Mulan was maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. See, the I, live didn't, action Mulan. I didn't hate it. Okay, so I know we're getting on a tangent, but let me tell you my issue with the live action Mulan. <laughs> okay. All right. Nothing challenges her for the entirety of that movie. She is just naturally good at everything. She's naturally good at kung fu because she has strong chi, which is, you know, movie speak for white people wrote this movie. Uh, But the, uh, you know, she has strong chi and she's never challenged even during like the, like the, 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 what should have been, um, you know, be a, like I'll make a man out of you. Yeah. When they're showing everybody failing, they never show her fail. Okay. They never show her stumble. They never show the only person that knocks her down in the entire movie is the witch lady. The point of Mulan, the cartoon, which is in my top three Disney movies of all time, is that she's not good at this. She's not naturally good at this. She's clumsy. She's kind of a mess, but she's determined and she works hard. And because of that, she becomes the best. And I think that is the better message. I can agree with that. I don't Kung remember fu, that. <laughs> Kung fu literally means hard work. Mm-hmm. And so I take Kung fu here in Orlando at the Wallum Temple. And my, my Sifu, Sifu Mimi Chan, she was actually the body model that the animators used for Mulan. Yeah. And, and she said the same thing to me. So okay. I'm like, okay, Mulan didn't like it. Yes. So I know I'm like... <laughs> And if you ever want to hear, Kevin had a great interview with her on To the Men and the Mouse. I can't remember exactly when, but I do remember listening to it. And it was awesome. It, it was a fun. It was a fun interview. I was like super nervous because, yeah. like, like yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Yep, she, you are <laughs> good. On. Yeah. So going back to Epcot, so we have the Journey of Water inspired um, inspired by Moana, and we're also going to get a new nighttime show. There is not a lot of details about this, but if Harmonious was as good as it was. 
I think I think lightning will be able to strike twice there. Yeah. I really hope it can. <laughs> it has a lot to live up to for me though. Music wise. You know, I'm gonna have to watch it on Disney Plus. The reason I didn't watch it on Disney Plus was like, oh, I'll get to see it. And then yeah. we didn't see it, so. it. It is not the same because like they do have like live music there. People were skeptical about it and said that it wasn't actually live, but I think I really think it was. I think maybe there were some parts that weren't live, but I think a lot of it was actual okay. live. So uh, I really enjoyed it. So along with all these exciting things coming and returning to the parks, we are finally getting annual passes back. They are going yes. back on sale later this are month. Are you getting one? We are not. <laughs> okay. But you seemed oddly excited, so I was like, "Oh, is this like you have a you have a horse in this race?" No. So we will we will probably not get one this year. We are thinking about doing it next year. We just don't think it will be worth it if if they had gone on sale like back in December. We probably would have because well, you know, it's not calendar year, right? I know it's not calendar year, but yeah, it's, it's we had a trip twelve in months. Ja- yeah, we had a trip on, oh, okay. in January, and so we probably would have made an extra trip but we don't yeah. we don't have a plan right now to go we're going to disneyland in uh july but we don't have a, another plan for disney world at this moment so it may, or maybe if we had a plan for disney world we would consider it but we're not doing it right now but we will we will most likely consider it next year but here's why i'm excited for it i don't remember if i said it on a news show i don't remember if i said it on a ddp patron something or other i told somebody in DDP, though, that I predicted as soon as the 50th anniversary was over, they mm-hmm. were going to announce annual passes were on sale. And by That's golly, I don't break a lot. I am going to break on this. I am starting to understand Disney and their inner workings. Girl, take a victory lap on this one <laughs> so because you called that. I was like, I texted Justin yesterday. I was like, didn't I say this? I texted my, or my husband said that my husband is the one who alerted me that they were coming back. And I was like, I called it. <laughs> I'm I'm happy for all of the people that have moved to Florida recently uh, because I know a lot of people that have moved here while they weren't selling them and they were depressed that they couldn't get them so now that they've now that they're on sale i'm very happy for all those people that get to down to it. yes i'm excited for those people too because i remember at one point i was like oh when you move when they're they're open to florida residents and somebody was like no they're not and i was like no. what so i was very um it is very easy in as a florida resident to have an annual pass because you're charged monthly mm-hmm. so it's like a gym membership essentially yeah a very you go there and you walk. You go, yeah, you go there and you. It's like a, yeah, well, it's like you know, sixty something bucks a month for some of them. Oh, so it's that's... like a very, yeah, no, it's not much. I mean, like I think mine. I have the Sorcerer Pass, and I think I pay like eighty something a month. Okay. But that's because I added the water parks and the photo pass on, yeah. which is like a hundred, which is like two hundred bucks added on that gets folded into the monthly. Yeah, so. But to me, that if you live in Florida, that would be worth it. It's very much worth it. So to have a water. Like park I, to I have Dis- I have Disney Universal and SeaWorld. Yeah, but SeaWorld so. is like super. Oh my gosh! It's affordable. So cheap. <laughs> yeah. it's like twenty bucks. Yeah. Like because <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a travel agent, I was doing. Um, I was the family that I was working with. They were going to SeaWorld. And it was cheaper for them to buy annual passes for the four of them than just to buy like a four day ticket. I was like, yeah. what is well, happening? Well, because SeaWorld, 
I think I think it's because SeaWorld kind of has figured out with its business model that it needs annual pass holders. Like Disney for the last like 10 years has kind of thumbed its nose at annual pass holders because it's just kind of like, we don't need you. We have all these people coming in. That's why like it was super hard for them to, you know, uh, make reservations. It's yeah. like, you know, they, they stopped doing like the gifts at like the festival. You used to get a gift at every festival. Like, I do remember a nice that. Gift. Mm-hmm. Food and wine every year. I got like a, a, I got a, I got a cutting board. Yes. I got a champagne flute. I got a, um, like a wine, like a wine glass. Mm-hmm. It like, it was unbelievable these gifts that you were able to get, but yeah. now like they're just kind of like. And then I remember the last year, it was like a sticker, and I was like, "Oh, okay, they're not going to do this next year." And then sure enough, they didn't. Uh, but now, and I said, I said to a friend, "I'm like, you just wait. Like once, once things start getting a little rocky for the Disney company, like once the bloom comes off the rose a little bit, they're going to be like, hey, annual pass holders, you you're doing? still our friends, right? <laughs> you come on in and spend some money.'" And I think that's also kind of what's happening right now. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see it that way too. So we're going to move away from Disney World for a moment and onto one of your new favorite things, Kevin, the mm-hmm. Disney Cruise Line. So going on, I'm I leave in a week. Yes, uh, I am. I do love the Disney Cruise Line as well, but I do not have a cruise in my future. But I this is something that we are definitely going to utilize on our next cruise, mm-hmm. whenever that may be. Um, so the Disney Band Plus will be util um, will be utilized, and it's a lot like the Magic Band technology. Um, it opens your stateroom door. You can make charges to your stateroom folio. You can use it to get your, when you get your pictures taken by the cruise line photographers. Um, and they are also, I like this word that they use. They are also adventure proof. Um, so you can wear them at the beach uh, at, on Castaway Key, in the pool, in the pool. and yeah. um, on excursions uh, off the ship. Fantastic. I mean, when we were on our cruise last time, I remember my fiance looking at me and she's like, why can't we just have like a magic band? Like, why can't our magic band just work to do this? And she was totally right, because at at the end of the day, it is kind of a pain in the butt to drag your key to the world card around, especially Mm -hmm. when you're going to the beach, you're going to the pool. Yeah. And, you know, like that is your... You know that that is like your your credit card, so yeah. like you don't want to like leave it too far out of your like line of sight. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know they gave us um like a thing to like like a lanyard for yes. it, but even then I'm just kind of like man, I wish I didn't have to like constantly know where this card is. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I Eric read shortly before our trip that we should get lanyards for it, and I was like, nah, it'll be fine. And then like when I actually saw it. Luckily, we're DVC members, so we got the yeah. DVC one. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this was uh, smart to have a lanyard. But I'm so excited about this because I, first of all, I love Magic Bands. Even before it was the Magic Band Plus, like, I collected those things like candy. And, yeah, I love them too. <laughs> and so when the Magic Band Plus came out, I was like, definitely getting one of these. We And we did. Much, <laughs> Which one did you get? I got, it's... Um, the white Walt Disney World one, and it has all four icons. Okay, I got the I got the fiftieth anniversary one with the partner statue on it. Yeah, uh, which is like the which was like the main one that they like rolled out first. But I have I don't use it very much because like you have to charge it. Yeah. So I'm like like I never remember to charge it. So like we're leaving for the parks. I'm like ah oh, I guess I'll just wear my Scrooge McDuck annual pass holder one from that's not a Magic Band Plus like you know. I, I, I needing to charge it is like an extra step that I was not prepared that my ADHD brain was not prepared for. I get that. Well, and I, I told the story about the first time that I got the charger. So, or that I got the magic band plus I charged it when I received it in the mail, you know, 
two months before our trip. Uh-huh. And then we got home. Or we, we got home. I mean, Disney World is my home. Um, but we got to the hotel. It worked to open up my door. But then... But it was dead. It was dead. So yeah. I like... That's the thing. It can function as a regular magic band yes. without the charge. Yes. But you need the charge for all the extra stuff. Yes. So we were like on, we were walking to the bus and I was like, why is it not, like, it's not connecting to my phone. And Eric was like, did you charge it? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, when did you charge it? And I was like, when I got it. <laughs> and he, Two I was like, months ago. I was like, it, I didn't use it. So it would have stayed. And he was like, it's not like that. And so I like. No, it's just always on. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, and it's not like something you turn on and off. I was, we had a, you know, one of the rechargeable battery packs. So I just like ran to the room, grabbed the charger, ran back to the bus stop before the bus mm-hmm. came. So, and just charged it. It didn't, it doesn't take long to charge though. Like it right. is super quick. So just charge it overnight. It's great. Yep. But so it looks like they're going to be previewing um, the Disney band plus. So just remember magic band is Disney world. Disney band, Disney band is, is the cruise, cruise line. line. Yes. <laughs> um, it's going to be previewed on the wish this summer. So, when it, of course, after I go. I know. That just means you have to go again. That's what I said. That's exactly what I said. You know what? Uh, maybe next year's DDP trip will be another Disney cruise. You know, we had the first Disney cruise, and then we had the canceled Disneyland trip, and then we had a Royal Caribbean cruise, and now we have the Disneyland trip again. So I feel like right. I feel like it's going to be a Disney cruise again next year. We'll see. That might be nice. So the last thing I wanted to talk about was a rumor that was put out this um, our last week. Uh, my source is not very credible, but um, and this is a rumor that resurfaces at least once a year, maybe a little bit more. But it's still oh, fu- the big rumor that you teased me about earlier. Yes, You're yes. Like, There's a rumor, and I was like, "Ooh, what's this gonna be?" <laughs> it's fun to speculate and dream about. So. The Reedy Creek Improvement District created a new development agreement which lists approved developments on the Walt Disney World property through the year 2023. So, right. here are things that are approved to be built before 2023. So there are It is 2023. I mean, sorry, 2032. I can't read. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. 2032. Okay. I have a dyscalculia. Not really. I'm not, and I'm not making fun of anybody who actually has dyscalculia. I just say that sometimes when I screw up numbers. 2032. So 2032. There are two minor theme parks approved. So this, a minor theme park is like Blizzard Beach, um, Typhoon Lagoon. We think that Disney Springs is kind of considered a minor theme park just because of all the... Would it be, or is that just a commerce area? So it says that there are three already on property, so. Oh, yeah, I guess that might be Disney Springs. Yeah, because before, I mean, it always had stores, but it was kind of like a hodgepodge of things before. Yeah, it had Disney Quest and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, um, And then it also has approval for one major theme park, so like. Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot. So it from reading what I saw, and I am not a construction person. I am not an arch- like I am not a project manager. I know nothing about how these things work. Um, there are a lot of things that have to happen bef- to actually get the ball rolling on start on starting developing and construction one of, of these. But I feel like because it's in the plans from Reedy Creek, there is something 
blue sky dreaming a brewing in the Disney parks division. Or, or if if I if I may offer a counter to this, not to take the wind out of your sails, <laughs> but maybe they were just like approve this in case we decide that this is a thing we want to do in the future. Yeah. Before so, it becomes impossible for us to do it. Yeah. 2032 is nine years away. Um, and front, right. Did I do my math? Right. I think so. Uh, and what my husband was saying now, he is not in construction either. So who knows what he, if he knows what he's talking about, sorry for calling mm-hmm. you out, Eric, but he said that this is just something that developments, towns, like people that these types of areas have to turn in just to have on the have on the plan. That's kind of what I thought, too. But one thing to consider, Epic Universe is coming like a freight train. Yeah. Over at Universal and the Super Mario Brothers movie, which is wonderful, I've by heard. the way. Um, that is going to make a hundred and forty million domestic this weekend. They're saying, "Wow!" If not more, so this movie's a juggernaut, and one of the things coming in Epic Universe is Nintendo Land. Yeah. So I think Disney's sweating a little bit because Universal has really stepped its game up on the end. Universal has. The Dominions right now is probably the biggest uh, family franchise in movies right now. Yeah. Because the last the the Rise of Gru made nine hundred million dollars. Wow. It almost it almost cracked a billion. I didn't even realize that. Yes, and so you know, and then now they've got Mario, and that looks like that's going to be big. And they're going to kick off. There, there's rumors that they're going to kick off what they're calling the NCU, the Nintendo Cinematic Universe. Oh. Because from Mario, you could spin off to Luigi's Mansion. Mm-hmm. You could do a Donkey Kong movie. You could do Kirby. You could do Star Fox. You could do Metroid. You could do Zelda. You, you could there's do Yoshi. So much, you could do Yoshi. You, you give Yoshi his own movie. Uh, and then you can bring them all together for Super Smash Brothers the movie. Like, it's... You just wouldn't have the Pokemon. And that's true. Because they, 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 Warner Brothers, I think, owns their okay. uh, movie rights. But, but yeah, the uh, it's. I mean, that's a threat. That's a huge. Because especially because, and you know me, I'm a big shill for Disney. The last couple of Disney animated films have not exactly lit the box office on fire. You right. know, Lightyear flopped. Strange Worlds flopped. Um, Encanto even flopped. Even though it became a phenomenon on streaming, it flopped. Yeah, originally. it flopped in the theaters, and. Part of that is also because they sent everything to streaming pretty because there wasn't a lot of... I've heard wonderful things about Strange World. I still haven't watched it yet. I haven't either. But I've heard... I I've, just saw Lightyear and I thought it was really good. Um, eh, I thought it was really boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I have heard great things about Strange World. I heard, I, I'm hearing great things about Elemental, uh, which looks really cool. Yeah, that does look really neat. I'm, I'm excited for that. And But I think part of it is that it was in theater for two weeks and then it went to streaming. So it was like, well, why, a friend why of wait? mine, a friend of mine was like, I think at this point with Disney, like they are just, they are, they whatever they make in the box office is just extra and their animated films are just kind of like, let's see, let's get it right to Disney Plus so we can boost those numbers because Disney Plus, I think, I think they don't have as many subscribers as they were hoping at this point. 
and because of that, they're really trying to push the service, which I am like, why doesn't everyone have this? I Disney thought Plus everybody did have it. <laughs> I know. Apparently not. Um, but I, I mean, look, and at the end of the day, I would I if it helps keep Disney Plus going and helps keep quality content, I would be like, yeah, like, you know, make a cheaper ad supported version and I'll you know I'll yeah. pay for the higher I'll pay for the higher version without the ads because that's me I, so I do that on Hulu for and Peacock yeah so you know I you know I think something's got to give in that business model but I I kind of agree with my one friend that like they're not really focused on box office anymore which is interesting well I think but, the pandemic is what really shot down a lot of box office and I think but I think that you know, could have been a chapic decision you know I don't really buy into the, like, during the pandemic, absolutely. Like, yeah. while it was going on, I don't really buy into the, oh, well, you know, it's COVID. Uh, because Mario's making $140 million. Avatar made a billion. Avatar made almost $2 billion. Top Gun made over a billion dollars. No Way Home made over a billion dollars. No Way Home made a billion dollars where there was a crazy variant out there that was infecting people yeah. left and right. So, no, I'm, I'm saying, like... Like think about Black Widow, and there was that whole there was that oh, whole yeah. thing. Like that wasn't that was a cheapick decision to do that. Or, yes, or it was. Whoever that guy was that Iger fired shortly after he took over again. <laughs> yeah. So so but I. But it had think, to it had to be cleared through cheapick, of course. Right, and so I think that so I kind of wonder, Strange World was was that an Iger decision to push it onto Disney Plus? I don't know because it would have been kind of in that time frame because strange world came out in november and so well and you know warner brothers was kind of teasing also that like they wanted to do that model where like they release on the theaters and streaming on the same day and you can choose you know where to watch it and the movie theaters were like we're not going to carry your movies yeah and and so like that kind of all got shot down but i mean movie theaters are in trouble right now they're not they're not doing super well and and that's one of my favorite things in the world is to go to the movies like And especially like when a Marvel movie or like some big Disney movie opens up and you see it at Disney Springs, they roll yeah. out the red carpet. There's these big lights. There's like a whole like like media setup and like like during uh and either was either Endgame or Infinity War, they were playing the Avengers soundtrack all through Disney Springs. That is so cool. Yeah, and and you can cosplay there. So there were people dressed up and like you know it yeah. was. Is really neat. Unfortunately, I don't really see movies there as much anymore because it's forty to forty-five minutes away, and I have a Regal that's literally down the street from my yeah. from my house. So I've been seeing things in Regal. Uh, Regal. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, before we had kids, we were big. Well, we still are big movie people, but like, date night was always going to going to a movie. We we were pretty, and Eric takes Sophia a lot just because of timing and in age and she he's off on mondays and tuesdays so he will take her to movies on tuesdays sometimes um i can't i can't remember what the last movie it might have been which which came out first lightyear or spider-man no way home oh that's a good question i do not know so (laughs) Uh, i i want to say spider-man probably came out first i could be actually no i don't know yeah, I don't. I feel like the last time I I saw a movie in theaters was when I was still nursing my youngest because it okay. was easy to just put a cover on and have her eat the whole time, so I could just so she was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but I I agree. I love movies. I love I love going to movies, and I can't wait till my kids get a little bit older so that we can 
keep continue going and seeing yeah. movies. Yeah, you have to see this Mario movie. It's just so fun. Yeah. I, I really can't get over how good it is. As somebody who grew up playing Mario, or um, sorry, I should say grew up watching her older brother play Mario, <laughs> <laughs> um, I am really, I'm, I think it looks really cute. I know one thing people said that like Chris, they were mad that Chris Pratt was Mario. Is that true? Oh, whatever. Be mad. Okay. But, you know, like at the end of the day, Chris Pratt was awesome in this movie. Okay. And I, I don't understand this like obsession with Hollywood with like trying to destroy Chris Pratt. Like, I think he's great. He's he's a he's a good actor. I mean, like he, he and he's going to be in the two probably biggest movies. He's going to be the leading man in the two probably biggest movies of the year. Mario and Guardians. Here's what which here's, comes out in a month. Yeah. Here's what I think people why I think people hate Chris Pratt. He was typecasted as the bumbling idiot for many years. He was like, I don't want to be. Yes, Parks and Rec. I know he was like a bumbling idiot in a couple of other shows too, like just like guest stars. And he was like, you know what? I don't want to be stuck in this box. What do I need to do? They were like, get fit. He did. And he. Well, Marvel, when when Marvel, when the Marvel trainer knocks on your door and it's like, let's go. Here's your boil. Here's your boiled chicken for the day. Drop and give me 500. (laughs) You know, like you, you get moving. Yes. So, I mean, do what makes you happy, dude. Like, who cares? Hey, you know what? He's a leading man in Hollywood now. He is, he is a legit, he is one of maybe three legitimate movie stars that we have left in the world. Yeah. Like it's like Tom Cruise, The Rock, Chris Pratt. Like those are those are like the the male movie stars that we have right now. Because Quentin Tarantino hit the nail on the head. We don't really have movie stars anymore. The IPs are now the movie star. You're you're not saying yeah. I'm going to go see that new Chris Evans movie. You're like I'm going to go see a new Captain America movie. Yeah. Like, you know, so that's kind of where we're at. But yep. And I'm sure it will. Hollywood will change in a few years. Not, not. It always does. Yeah. It always does. It's, yeah. it's, it's all you know. You gotta ride the wave. Yep, exactly. So, whatever the future may hold for Disney, you know that I will be here to report it. Kevin, thank you so much for joining me. It was fun to talk about all these exciting and one sad thing with you. Yes. <laughs> and go off super on a- super fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, like you know, we less tangents this time. We're only at like forty minutes. <laughs> So we shaved like 20 minutes off our time from last time. Oh, look at that. Awesome. So thank you everyone for letting me share my passion for Disney with you. If you have any news stories that you want to talk about, um, about the Disney company, it can be Disneyland, Disney World, Disney parks around the world. Um, and you want me to report on it, please feel free to send me an email ddpnewstoday at gmail.com or you can post your exciting uh, story on our Facebook page, DDP Podcast Family. Actually, uh, DDP host Joe Quat just posted that DBC is going back down to a minimum of a hundred points. I don't know what it was before. I had always thought that it was a minimum of buying a hundred points, but obviously not. So I will be happy to report anything that you post on the Facebook page if it's um, super exciting. So thank you again, Kevin, for joining me, and we will see you all next time.